0: Welcome to the second bonus episode of The Local Meta. Um, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, you probably want to go back into our log and pick another episode. Um, this is a bonus episode. We tend to go a little more off the rails and not talk about magic and things like that. Uh, so in this episode, me and John kind of just started a conversation about video games, and I hit record on our thing, and we started listening. Um if you do listen, just a fair warning, there are a couple spoilers for some video games, mainly Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, and the uh, Batman Arkham series. Uh, but other than that, have a listen and enjoy.
1: Like, I have a huge backlog of shit right now.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't have a backlog of shit right now? By the way, I just hit the recording button, so it's going.
1: Oh, lovely. <laughs> 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 hi <laughs> I'm, yeah my name is john and i have a large backlog of video games
0: <laughs> how many games do you have in steam
1: 74
0: you have a large backlog in steam shut your whore mouth okay
1: these are games that i bought because i actually want to play though unlike some people
0: i have 425 do you actually <laughs> want to play all of them Oh, do I have to count out each category right now? Maybe. Because, I mean,
1: you have to take into account, like, we have Dan, right? And Dan will buy any game that's even, like, remotely on sale or part of a bundle if there's even the slightest interest in it. And he never will play them, right? I know. Like, I have these games that... Oh, actually, I have no idea why I have Company of Heroes. I don't give a shit about Company of Heroes, but...
0: I'm pretty sure I have a greater number than you, even based on that criteria.
1: Maybe? Probably. I suppose I have no interest in finishing XCOM, because that's a little more serious than I care about. Um, So I have
0: 20 20 in my currently playing category right now. That's not my need-to-play category, that's my currently playing. My need-to-play is at least twice as long as that.
1: There's a currently playing category?
0: No, I built the categories. (laughs) Oh, okay. My completed category looks like it's about 20 as well, but some of those were just for achievements. (laughs) All
1: right. Yeah,
0: let's see. So, are you talking XCOM one you don't plan on finishing?
1: No, XCOM two. Oh. Or XCOM, How Eni- XCOM enemy unknown. There we
0: go. Okay, so X so XCOM yeah the the, the remake the, the remake re- the
1: reboots not the okay. expansions I th- that came out for it.
0: Yeah, I thought you were talking about XCOM two, the remake XCOM two.
1: But... No, that's yeah.
0: Have I you played it at all?
1: Enemy unknown.
0: Uh no, the XCOM two, the I, sequel to Enemy Unknown.
1: I have no, I have not. I haven't touched. Like I've seen stuff for it, but I've come to the realization that XCOM is a little more serious business than I care about. It.
0: So if I didn't love X, the XCOM universe as much as I do, man, like so, I have three hours in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, within the within the first hour, I rage quit twice. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, um, think about think about XCOM Enemy Unknown, and, like, I love the design of that game where it's, like, all about choice. Like, yep. the game constantly giving you, like, super interesting choices and things like that, and, like, XCOM 2 is, like, yeah, you got to make, like, you have all these difficult choices you make, and now we're going to put, like, a super hard time limit on it and just kick you in the balls over and over again.
1: Well, that's my issue with Enemy Unknown, is I have, I have according to Steam, I have 12 hours put into it, right? Oh, get good. Yeah, I know. But, like, I've gotten to a point where, like, I'm pretty sure I didn't research something that I should have previously, like, hours before, and yeah. I'm screwed now. Like, I can do nothing to fix it.
0: And that's because why I stopped playing.
1: Die. Yeah. It's like, I didn't upgrade something I should have, or I went too deep into one thing and not, like, balancing out, and now I'm, like, bowing. And it's like, I uh, I bought it back in 2013, I'm pretty sure that's when I stopped playing it also.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I I love I I really enjoyed my playthrough of XCOM. Like even though I was kind of a sca- Safe scumming bitch, um, well,
1: that's if you're a reasonable human being, that's what you do. Apparently, I so.
0: actually started a Am uh, Iron Man game on that.
1: That just sounds insane.
0: It actually was a lot of fun. Um, the only problem is is I'm no good at the game. Fair, but but like it was really fun because it's like everything was a nail biter. <laughs> Like you just didn't get to like save scum something away and be like oh yeah whatever it's like everything you did every choice you made like just you made one bad decision and like people died it was ridiculous. it was just insane
1: yeah I'm I'm actually look. I'm being a little I'm being a super casual right now actually mm-hmm. in uh Shatter on Dragonfall yeah I've been playing that a lot and like. I lost my save file because it was on my old computer,
0: oh. and I was, pr-
1: I was previously playing through it on Medium, right, you know, because I enjoy a yeah. little bit of, ca- you know, difficulty in my games. I'm just playing the whole thing on Easy right now. I like, play
0: games on Easy usually.
1: Screw this. Like, all I care about is the story, right, because I love the story of Shadowrun.
0: Well, Shadowrun is, like, I love the world of Shadowrun.
1: Like, yeah, like, just- I just, I just want to get through it, I want to go through the story... And I've apparently put twenty hours on it since Wednesday, so <laughs> nine of uh, which was today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, that one's got to go on my list somewhere and stuff. But I just um, uh, I committed. So so I committed big. What? You really need to play
1: it because holy hell.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm on the last, the last uh, campaign level for War for the Overworld, okay. so that's something. What um, is that? But, so, because, you know, I have my Steam link, so I play, I have my couch, my couch game in Steam games, and then I have my serious business PC gaming ones, yeah. so I, I pick, like, one or two games that I play upstairs on my TV, and uh, um, I just finished Psychonauts, and i uh, so, I just started Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> which, on average, if I play that game one hour a day, it will take me a solid two months over two months to finish it <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but i've never played through the entire game I've, i haven't even finished the first disc um tech well you know f- first disc air quotes because i'm talking like back in the day when yeah my cousin played it a lot and stuff like that and i mean i know what happens because i watched him play a, a fair bit of the game but like i yeah like That game is just insanely long. But, I I mean, it's one of the best RPGs ever made, basically. Or it's considered to be one of the best.
1: I've never really... I've never played any Final Fantasy game. And, like, I'm kind of, like, turned off from them just because of, like, the huge kill boner people who are big fans of it have. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, like, one of the biggest problems is the fans of it and stuff. Actually, Andy is a huge Final Fantasy fan.
1: Well, it's, like, it's kind of, like, the same thing for me. It's, like, I enjoy, like, the Game Boy Advance Zelda games, right? Like, yep. I play them all the time. But I have no interest whatsoever in, like, getting the... I don't even know the name of it anymore. The one that just Wait. came out on the Switch. Like,
0: yeah, uh, I have no well. interest
1: in that because everyone just has such a kill boner for Zelda that it kind of, like, ruins the Zelda for me, right?
0: Yeah. I, think... I I totally get it. Back- backtracking,
1: huh? War for the Overworld, is it literally just a, t- a tower defense game?
0: No. Have you ever played Dungeon Keeper from, like, back in the 90s, I think it was? No. Late 90s. So, it's...
1: Is it looks um, like a tower defense game.
0: It's not a tower defense game. So, basically, you play as, like, an evil... You're an evil dude, um, and you're underground like you you dig out dungeons underground and like assign like it's a tile based game and you assign ro- uh build rooms in those areas and stuff like that and the size of the rooms does different things and blah blah blah, and stuff like that and then based on the rooms you have built and stuff like that uh different monsters come into your dungeon and you can kind of like order them around and you have to keep them happy and pay them and blah blah, blah and all this stuff um and it's a really sweet game. Like, I I played it back in the day. Um, and I actually bought it on Dungeon Keeper on GOG, and I was like, sweet. And then I finally, like, I saw this came out, and I was like, oh, man, I should just try this game. And it, it was on sale, and I pulled the trigger on it. And it's basically, like, it is exactly Dungeon Keeper, but with a modern sensibility to it. All right. The game's sweet, though. Like, yeah, it's, it's not tower defense, but, like, basically you're kind of like an overlord thing. Have um somebody compared it to actually I'm a uh the game Dwarf Fortress drew inspiration from Dungeon Keeper to some degree. Um you never played Dwarf Fortress though, did you?
1: That's also that's not horrifying by any means.
0: Well I've heard enough about it. (laughs) Dude I love Dwarf Fortress. That game is just awesome. Um but like the cool thing is is you don't have direct control over your your like minions. So, like, it's it, it's the most frustrating thing ever sometimes. But, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a cool game. I, re- I enjoy it so far. It's they, the, the War for the Overworld team did a really good job of capturing what they needed to capture about the original game. Because there's a big thing, not just about the mechanics, but, like, the aesthetic and the humor in the game. Because um, it it's this very tongue-in-cheek... Uh, Evil sort of thing where they're like, Wahaha, we're so evil," and they actually are, but it's like, I don't know. There's just sort of a corniness to it, and they they caught it really well in this one too. Uh, eh. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm digging it so far, but oh, so once I finish that, maybe I'll throw up a uh, Shadowrun. I'll have to do that. I just have a big long list of games that I'm kind of air quotes working through
1: <laughs> I'm looking through my my library but I I only have like four actual games installed right now because I haven't installed anything since I got my new computer but I'm like I'm looking through all I have computers.
0: 51
1: <laughs> I'm looking through I i at one point I'm pretty sure I had like 40 something but mm-hmm. like yeah I'm like looking through all these games that I've started but never finished like this is completely wrong. I know it is. It says I've only played two minutes of Batman: Batman Arkham Asylum. I know I'm further
0: along than that. Is but it on like, my? Um, uh, did you get the new version of it, the Game of the Year edition?
1: That's probably what happened. Because that's
0: what happened to me with Arkham City. Yeah. Because have... they, they they like here's the original and they're like uh, here's the upgraded version and so like now all my stuff moved and then, like my save game didn't move and stuff like that which I was like almost done with.
1: That's probably what it did then. Yeah, for some reason, I have Arkham City TM and Arkham City Game of the Year.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happens because I have Arkham City, which is yeah, Arkham City trademark, um, uh-huh. <laughs> which is the, the one they released first, and then I think they just gave people Game of the Year, which has like the uh, uh, the Robin expansion or something like that. It has some expansions. Have you played through Arkham City? No, I played.
1: I have not played anything more than like a couple hours of Arkham Asylum
0: you need to finish both those games like with your kill boner over the joker you need to finish both those games because i think you will enjoy it
1: i've seen like i've watched a lot of stuff related to it so i know what happens Uh uh-huh is it which is the third one in the cycle
0: uh i'm not sure arkham knight or something like that i haven't played that one
1: i want to play that one because apparently batman just goes insane and he's literally haunted by spoiler alert the death of the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that there. Maybe game spoilers in the in the the, the notes if we put this out. But
1: yeah, like literally haunted by it, and like I want to uh, play that just because that looks glorious, right? Like yeah. I that, love the Joker.
0: Arkham City's ending was great, in my opinion.
1: If you if you want to play a game that's like Batman like the arkham series you should get mark of the ninja
0: uh i think one of my co-workers plays that and i think i specifically said i don't want to play it <laughs> is it because it's ninjas uh that is one piece but also <laughs> because um well i like arkham i just i don't want to be the stealth like stealth
1: aspect that gets you
0: no, well, no, it's not the stealth. Aspect. Actually, the, the the straight up combat aspect gets me more than the stealth aspect. Really, the stealth aspect frustrates me more than anything. Every every stealth game since Thief has frustrated me. <laughs> All right,
1: somewhat like, understandable, I guess.
0: I don't know. I, I'm talking original, like Thief, Dark Shadows, not yeah. any of the remakes. Like I don't know the stealth this because of how that game was built with the stealth mechanics around it. It just was great and i expect every game stealth mechanics to be as well fleshed out as that game and that's just unreasonable
1: i do think that mark the ninja has some pretty good stealth mechanics though
0: i, I don't know i i played through a little bit of um uh dishonored and right. and i i enjoy the game but the stealth the stealth and it just just pisses me off because i want it to be thief
1: I suppose, like, if you want every stealth thing to be Thief, you're just permanently going to be dis- disappointed, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I've totally just accepted that. Like, I'm going to be just disappointed about stuff, a lot of stuff, because it's just... I don't know. Like, Thief ruined me. <laughs> uh, so Like, well, even go- even going back and playing the game, like, now that I'm, like, an older gamer and realize that it's like, hey, the way this game is built, I can basically just run through all the levels... But, like, even just, like, if you actually play a stealth version of it, like, the game is just... The stealth mechanics in this ga- that game are just so good. Did you ever try
1: stealth in Human Revolution?
0: Uh, because I think for, like, set a, I think a little bit. I
1: was I actually... Think I, I
0: think I tried it, yeah. I was
1: actually playing through Human Revolution using, like, exclusively a silenced pistol.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I kind of I enjoyed see that, that, but... Yeah. I'm also like, I've never played Thief. And you know, like, I'll usually find some way to be stealthy if I want to play a game stealthily. I can deal with it.
0: (laughs) Like, Thief. I don't know. I don't think it holds up super great anymore as the problem. Like, so I couldn't just be like, go play Thief now. Like, you almost had to play it in that era because the modern sensibilities of games just kind of make that game show its age.
1: I remember um, watching Tim play it.
0: Okay, yeah, because he was a like he was the one who got it originally, and like we played a lot of yeah. like he played a lot of Thief.
1: He he liked playing retro games a lot. That was kind of weird. I mean, it, it was actually me and, my...
0: dude. Me and him grew up playing some great old PC games and stuff. Like, might he keyed me onto Might and Magic three, which is still like one of my like favorite games ever. Um, just the Might and Magic, well, that one, and then, uh, the one right after it, uh, Clubs of Zine, or something like that, uh, World of Zine, maybe that's what it is, like, those two are just awesome, um, and, like, I think, I don't know if I got, like, old Rise of the Triad from him, um, he didn't actually, didn't show me XCOM, which is funny, uh, that came from somewhere else, but, um, there, there were, man, me and him, we played, we had a bunch of games that, that we played and stuff like that, so...
1: Were you around the time that Holly came over and him and her had like, they they were on LAN and they played like OG Brood War and they just had like a 1v1 and it's like, I swear to God, the game lasted over an hour for the two of them. And in the end of it, all it was was Holly just like trolling him because she knew she was going to lose. So she was just like trying to make his life as miserable as possible.
0: I like it. <laughs> Like, see that—that's funny. Like, uh, he got me into that. He got that, or uh, showed me that game too. But I, ne- I just never really got into that. Actually, Warcraft was a, uh, the Warcraft two was a game that he got me into too.
1: I enjoy the the StarCraft two and its expansions. I still need to buy, um, Legacy of the Void, the third one. Like, I enjoy the story of it alone.
0: I mean, I, you, you've always liked the StarCraft story, though.
1: Yeah, I've, I, I like games with a good story. How's that? You like,
0: you like, you like the story of games that aren't known for their story. Yes. Because you like, you really like the StarCraft story, and you really like the Halo story. I
1: love the Halo story.
0: I know, and you're ridiculous, <laughs> but okay.
1: Dude, I, I like, I'm act... sure if you
0: ask people, they'd be like, "Oh yeah," you'd be like, "Yeah, Halo has a story," and they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Uh, I didn't even know it had single-player.
1: <laughs> That's awkwardly true, unfortunately. I mean, to be fair,
0: though, I'm, like, one of the only people that bought the um, uh, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 for the single-player.
1: Yeah, I did the same. I did, I bought it for the single-player and the co-op missions. Yeah. like Because those were sweet, right? Like, I... Those are the two things that I buy games for. I buy games for co op -op. and because the story is good. Like, that's why I play games, right? I don't, like, I don't care about, like, the competitive aspect of anything or by any stretch. It's like,
0: yeah. See, so I'm kind of weird with that because I I like games with a good story, but I don't believe I buy games for this story. Very infrequently do I do that, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. Like,. I don't know. Games are so much more of, like, an experience generator than they are anything else that it makes, like, it's really, there's not many games where I'm, like, the story of this game is why why I believe everyone should play the game. Like, usually there's other facets that tie into there. About the only game I can think of um, that I would say you need to play this for the story is To the Moon because there's basically I, very little game to it.
1: I suppose that like the whole like for me it's like it is kind of about the experience because I'm like I am experiencing the story, I'm experiencing mm-hmm. the fun of a co-op thing. Yeah. And like I I was actually going to cite BioShock as being like a, a game with a great story, but now that I think about it, it's more of a it's a game with a great experience.
0: Like exactly. A, a as I've said, brain. <laughs> yeah, as I said, Bioshock. In my opinion, Bioshock is is the video game with, with the best reveal ever in it. Like <laughs> the game. Best the thing is that Bioshock. Horrifying. Bioshock. Bioshock's story is, like, it's just a is, is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the story is just straight up good. Mm-hmm. But. The the thing is, is that there's so many other things to the game that came together to make it great, and it's not the mechanics actually. Like the mecha- like the combat mechanics and everything in the game are just they're they're fine.
1: Yeah, they're not exceptional like, it, by any means. It, 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 didn't,
0: it didn't blow me out of the thing. The thing that Bioshock had better than anything else that really sold the game was the aesthetic. Yes. Like, like it created such a powerful environment around you that the story that was built into that environment and everything that happened in that environment just flowed together seamlessly. And I that is why it was. And even Bioshock Infinite did that too. Like, they just, they nailed all of that stuff and just made this, they made an experience. And I think that's what's so important about games.
1: Did you ever play Bioshock 2?
0: I did not. Okay. I have it, but I don't know if I'm going to play it even.
1: <laughs> it is not as good as Bioshock 1 by any stretch. And that's it's what I've not, heard. It is not even as good as Bioshock Infinite
0: yeah that's what i've heard too
1: (laughs) like i was gonna ask you which do you think is like if you had to choose you had to make someone play bioshock or bioshock infinite which would it be
0: um i don't think i could make a blanket blanket statement with that one honestly it really depends on the person um so like uh for a while at work we were doing like a game society thing where we like a group of us picked a game and played through it together like over a period of time we'd be like okay you play level 1 we're playing level 1 this week and then we'd finish it and kind of chat about it and stuff and we did BioShock and I knew all those people in that group would experience that game very well and every single person was like holy shit man yeah. like <laughs> but um uh, the thing is as though like Infinite just deals with things in such a different way and it's um BioShock Bio, the original Bioshock is very much in aesthetic. Um, it, it's it's very much a, about the aesthetic and the environment that you're working in. Um, the story is very game story, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, I get that. Bioshock Infinite is a very human game. Uh, it's The thing I've said about that game is it's the only time I've played a game with a follower, like a computer, like an NPC follower that I have never had, I have never had get in my way. And I had an emotional attachment to
1: the coding on Elizabeth was gorgeous. Like completely unrelated to like, you know, anything about what we're talking about. Like she was coded, right?
0: Like, I think she, I think she blocked my path once the entire time. Once. Like they, 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 the game design for making her as a companion, like, how they coded her was genius. I don't, like... Yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Whoever did that just deserves the biggest high-five in the world, but, I like... It's, a, it's such a human game because it's, like, even though it's a kind of all about this spacey, timey-wimey bullshit, like... The game is just really about people. Like, about the... About... um uh, About Booker and Elizabeth. Like, just... The, the internal struggles as people, and it was very. Like, the whole thing was just very, very fascinating. Whereas in comparison, in the original Bioshock, you're really not a person.
1: Yeah. You're. At, well, spoilers? Yeah, <laughs> like, I
0: mean, I, I'm taking the spoilers. There's spoilers I, for tons of like, games,
1: though. So. Like, you literally aren't, right? Yeah. like Basically. You're. Well. Well, okay, so let's get into this. Do we want to get into the discussion about whether or not clones are people?
0: <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's in our pay grade, but
1: <laughs> uh, but like but I mean, like yeah, I I actually I've always I've been of the opinion for a long time that like Bioshock Infinite does not even need like it does not need to have the Bioshock name attached to it. I think no. it did just to try and draw more people in, but it, yeah, the only thing that kinda like combines like they that like kind of bridges them into the Bioshock world except there's a there's a expansion or
0: the yep. oh, DLC. Yeah, Mari
1: L C that that actually ties it in story wise. Mm-hmm. But um like the big thing about like Bioshock preyed on like your mind in like when it comes to like fear and yeah. self identity and like just like psychological like I don't want to say horror, but you kind of get where I'm going with it.
0: I mean, it it gets you there. I mean, there the the thing is, is it ranges from um, just like horror movie things. Like I remember, I or the dentist chair scene is one thing I remember, but also I remember I was in a dark room and all like I hear the splicer. I don't know where he is though, but I hear a splicer singing "Jesus Loves Me," <laughs> and it's complete like it, it's like super dark in the room. And I can't see where he is, and I just hear like a hook dragging and like and that song, and I'm like like just crapping my pants like, and i'm not moving or anything and it's just like i don't know it was just and so it has that kind of horror. and then on the other hand it has the big reveal which is like existential crisis yeah. horror
1: but then like you have bioshock infinite which it's it still preys on like your mind and your perception of stuff but it's completely mm-hmm. different instead of like preying on like the sense of isolationism it's preying on your sense of wanting to be connected to someone and like exactly like, yes it's like the polar opposite, and I really love how like they did that because it still ties into the world, right?
0: Yes, those games are beautiful.
1: Like uh. they're, they're like they're not the greatest mechanically. I hated the Big Daddy wannabes in Bioshock Infinite. They were obnoxious to fight. Yeah. Like, that one weak spot, they just hit so hard. Like, mm-hmm. I hated that part of it. But, like, the actual story and, like, how it made you feel about yourself and, like, the, and the your aesthetic. actions.
0: Yeah. Like, just everything about it. The, the thing I loved about it is that the game cons like, so Bioshock Infinite constantly presented you with choices. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: I don't think none but, of them ever but... mattered, right?
0: exactly that's the beauty of it the... no, but that's the, the, the that was the point of the game yeah like it... the whole, the whole point of the game was was all was was infinite possibilities and everything like that but the thing is is that they is that the path you were on is that those choices didn't do anything yeah you could not change them and i loved it i absolutely loved it i remember reading about people bitching about that like crazy they're like well what does this do like when if you pick you know the bird versus the cage or something like that and, like, and they're like nothing. well nothing or Well, like in,
1: in my opinion you pick the bird because it makes a lot more sense to have a necklace on a bird or a bird on a necklace than the cage yeah totally
0: i agree yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, and and that was the like, that game was so beautiful in a lot of ways. I, and I, if nothing else, I absolutely love that game for um. The 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 music of it, funny enough, um, the the like uh redone versions of songs, because yeah. I actually ended up following um, Scott Bradley, the guy who did the music for that, has a band has a band who does that basically now called Postmodern Jukebox. Um, what I follow was... his YouTube channel and stuff.
1: Who was? What was the fortunate son? Yeah,
0: that that, was, that
1: oh, is that oh. one still sticks in my head. Like yeah, I, I love that.
0: One. that it, the thing is, is and it was just timed so beautifully and everything like that. Like um, even the other ones they did like uh, the God Only Knows one for um uh, with the Barbershop Quartet was really like that was cool. It fit. It, the thing is, is it fit in and you listen to it and you're like, what?
1: Uh huh.
0: Like you know, because it's like nineteen. 20, 1914 or something like that you're like what yeah. And like, eventually it all makes sense but like yeah the fortunate son when like when you come up on that spot it's just like it's super just emotionally hits the right spot
1: well because like you hear it, like very faintly from a little farther away yeah. I'm pretty sure right uh-huh. and then like you turn the corner and she's just singing there she's singing it and it's like the whole world is yeah. like burning down around her and you just stop and you just watch her sing and you're just like
0: huh wow yeah. oh man. <laughs> yeah that, that that was my favorite one of the whole thing um, so they had that the fortunate son um, there was, there was
1: one where uh, everybody you, you wants
0: know, to rule the world was the other one
1: there was like well there was one where you were like you while you're exploring it, like when everything's falling apart you could like yep. go into a record shop and there's like a yep. rift and yep. you could hear a song coming through the rift I don't remember what it was though
0: uh, I thought it was everybody wants to rule the world but what's
1: it if, like, I I honestly don't know.
0: Or no, it was... Um, uh, or was that when girls just want to have fun? <laughs> I'd have to go look. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know. Like, I, I really... I love remixes of songs and stuff like that. So, like, when they... Like, the fact that they did this in the game and made it fit lore-wise and made it just make perfect sense, it just fits seamlessly with the world. Like, was just awesome. And, like, once I found Scott Bradley and like his channel and stuff like that because i looked him up looked it up on imdb to see him like who the hell did the music like kind of like handle this stuff and i found his name and like yeah he started a band and their first thing was like a ragtime cover of uh macklemore's thrift shop <laughs> and it's just i love it man they, and they have some just sick 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 covers of stuff but
1: i actually really like thrift shop Like, there's a lot of, like, modern-ish pop songs that I randomly like that a lot of people probably would not expect me to like.
0: I always say that there's at least one song in any genre that I will like. I have a lot of guilty pleasure songs.
1: Like, I really love the song. I I actually don't even know what it's actually called, but it's like, Don't Believe Me, Just Watch. Oh like, I hate that song. I, I can't I hear absolutely that, song that song without wanting to like strut around, right? Uh, like up- I love that up- song. It's like it's so upbeat and like, man, uh, this is like my song. life. <laughs> I, I hate that song.
0: <laughs> like there's there's a lot of songs on, like on the radio though that I'll just be like, I actually do like this song and I will admit admit it to very few people. Like going through my music library, like once you get past the like uh, 3000 or whatever it is oc remix tracks like <laughs> yeah. is it can be a little eclectic like i've shown you
1: like, or you've heard take me to church right yeah did you you knew that did you know that song before or did i show it to you myself
0: uh i knew it before okay like the like... original version like the by by hosier uh I don't know. Cause I, cause I'm um, uh, postmodern jukebox did a cover of that too. Actually, and it
1: was yeah, with. it was probably the the original version then.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I've seen it. I've yeah, do it. you like
1: that
0: song? I do actually. Okay. Uh, I, I think. I, I think they made a lot of really cool musical decisions in the song, um, and I've heard. I think, no, that's different. Um, different song. Sorry, I'm thinking about. I have a lot of opinions on music too. I guess because I'm opinionated. But um, have I ever? I like. I just like what they did. Um, I don't know yet. You're really good at that. We were talking about that the other day when you, cause like, it was like a few months back or something. You linked me. It was, what was it? Um, Parachute? Parachute by who the hell was it? Some, like, some I never country, listened to dude. Some country artist. I, I mean, I like, I like some country stuff, but like, I'm like, and you linked me and you're like, I think you'll like this. And I'm like, okay. And I listened to it and I'm yeah, like, okay, great. Like right. Uh,
1: Chris it's Stapleton.
0: My, Chris Stapleton. That's what it was, yeah. I don't know any of his other stuff. I would like that song though. though. I'm pretty I just, sure I don't even you know.
1: like any of his other stuff. I just like that song.
0: <laughs> That'd be fair. I've had that with a lot of artists too and stuff, but I don't know. But yeah, with with take me to church and stuff, like um, I like they they built a very hollow driving song to some degree, and I really liked how they built it musically. because um, the the postmodern jukebox cover is um, uh, just piano and vocals. Um, and they did a really good job of that one too.
1: I feel like that would be really good, actually.
0: Yeah. The unfortunate, so like, uh, the, uh, like a song I've, I ended up just absolutely falling in love with, and actually the entire album the song is on is great. Um, but uh, "Radioactive" by Imagine Dragons, uh-huh. like that song, I've heard a couple covers of it, um, and, like. The funny thing is is that like there was one cover. I think it was um uh, I think it involved that Lindsey Stirling or whatever that violinist chick. Yep. Yeah, she i um, she did it, but like so they had the vocalist for that they had some really talented vocalists for it and it ruined the entire song.
1: I can <laughs> actually understand that.
0: Because I feel like that like they they sterilized the song if that makes any sense. They made yeah. it too, they made it too musical and not Sort of dirty enough, if that makes sense, like musically. And I don't know. I think, like I, I've heard a, um, there I, I have like a metal cover or something by some like nobody group or something that did it. Um, and I, I I do like that one to some degree because they they hit a lot of the right parts where it needs to be a little like off the cuff. I'm not off the cuff, just. Ragged around the edges, we'll say. Like, I feel like that song like needs to be designed in that way or something. It needs to be, um, like, like another one of those hollow driving songs, but that has like sort of a weird. Um, it it feels like it's, not, like it like, it feels, improvised almost to some degree in a weird way.
1: I actually feel very similar about the song "Sail" by A. Walt Nation. Yeah, like I, I really, really like that song. But if that song was clean, I don't yeah. think I would like it anywhere near as much. Because like it, literally sounds like he's pained.
0: Yeah. Like, and I
1: can, I can identify with a song like
0: that. Yeah. Like, so funny. Enough, just random aside before I go on to my next point about this whole music thing. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like that, like radioactive, like that song. I really, really dig that song, and it's like the, th- like the third best song on that album. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a really good album. Like, I I don't know. I just, I really dig it. But
1: I feel like I would have difficulty, like, I would have, with, with songs like Radioactive, I feel like I would have difficulty, like, appreciating, like, it's kind of like Rise Against, right? I like yeah. their music, but I hate their message, and I feel like I'd have the exact same problem with uh, whoever sings Radioactive.
0: Uh, Imagine Dragons.
1: Yeah, you've said it, like, a hundred times. I don't times, really I don't think remember. I've
0: gotten that with them, though. Okay. Like, I'm fine with them, and I'm much crazier than you, so...
1: Yeah, but you also got me into Rise Against, and you disagree with everything about them politically.
0: (laughs) Well, we're... Yeah, we're not gonna get anything with that, but... I know. They're they're, they're a great band. I really... like, Like, their music is great.
1: Their music is wonderful. I love it, but, you know.
0: So, yeah. But, so... I don't know if, like, you've heard, like, songs that are covers and stuff like that, but I'm, uh... Like, since we're talking about video games um, <laughs> But uh, That Chainsmokers song um, Closer Closer like, uh, da, da, da. You've probably heard it Because I have like Pelleke doing a cover of it I have like Walk Off The Earth doing a cover of it. I have like 13 different covers of it And they're all better than the original
1: um, Hopefully you're not hearing it right now I'm actually giving it a listen
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you'll you'll know the song. You've heard it before.
1: I mean, it sounds like every other pop song.
0: It's the, the funny thing is the song's super sterile. Like, the actual version of the song is, like, the most sterile thing in the world. It just sounds terrible and boring and, like, boxed in. But, like, every cover I have of it is, like, just far more dynamic and more interesting in its own way. And, like, I just find it absolutely ridiculous.
1: Alright, I, I recognize the song, but I would have never known anything i would didn't even i would not have even remembered the song existed if you hadn't brought it up
0: i i love that i love the covers of it i hate the original song All it's right. really funny because i'm not, usually not like that but
1: <laughs> i was gonna i was actually gonna i was gonna bring something up on my like, actually that's the exact opposite what uh your dislike of the cover sound of silence just I don't dis-
0: I don't dislike it. I actually do not dislike it at all.
1: I, I know, you just dislike I, Disturbed.
0: <laughs> I, I, oh man, I just, I don't know. I think it's just old carryover. I actually do like their cover. I, I got nitpicky with it, I think, is what you're thinking of. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like, I listen to the song and I'm like, there's, I'm like, there's like two things I want that I think they should have done different or something like that. Or like, like basically like what, like a couple little tiny things. I'm like, oh man, if, if I was arranging the song, I would have done this differently. Uh huh. But, I mean, obviously, they're, like, they're far better musicians than me. Like, respect to them and stuff like that. I just, I don't know, like...
1: You're also a huge fan of Simon and Garfunkel, so... Uh,
0: I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not a huge fan. I do, I do really like him, though.
1: Or is it you really like Paul Simon?
0: I, I, uh, Paul Simon's Graceland is probably one of the best albums ever. All right. Like, that is, a, that is an amazing album. Um, and, I yeah, I could listen to that one a lot. I'm really lot.
1: curious now, what do you, what, like, what were, like, the two things that you think the Disturbed could have done differently to make their cover better?
0: Um, they didn't, I, I don't think they brought it up enough, if that makes sense. I love the build of it, mm-hmm. I don't think they hit a payoff point with it, is the problem. Oh,
1: like, like how it starts out really slow and, like, builds up to a crescendo. With,
0: yep, and it crescendos and stuff like that. I don't think they crescendoed enough.
1: I actually... Understand that because a lot of the time when I'm listening to it, I always expected it to go a little bit more, right? Like I, I
0: think they just I, I think they just should have gone w- one step further, is all. Okay. Right. Um, and uh, there was something else, just one piece of the song, and it was super nitpicky. It was very nitty, man. I'm just like, I don't remember what it was, but it, it's very minor things. They did a, they did a knock out of the park cover. Also, yeah. I think Demon Hunter should have done it because I could hear them singing it better.
1: But I actually <laughs> can't agree with that. Demon Hunters. I can yes yeah like, I, I feel like
0: I feel like that arrangement is like right in the in the wheelhouse too
1: like I'm not gonna lie depending on the, like what day you ask me disturbed is either my favorite band or my second favorite band
0: <laughs> is Demon Hunter the other one
1: uh actually Amon Amarth
0: is oh really yes I, <laughs> like Amon Amarth would not crack anywhere for me
1: I'm 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 not surprised by it at all because Amon Amarth is not like great by any stretch in like oh, any good. regard like they're good right like they're they're good they do their thing they they're really good at what they do but like they're not gonna i don't want to say like, that a, for all i know they have won awards but you know they're not like award-winning in my mind
0: i mean they probably are but like they're they're like hammerfall they're just straight up their genre
1: yes and like they they live up to it they own it and like i just i can't get i just can't get pumped with like any of the first songs on any of their CDs that I like, are their three good CDs? They have some really yeah. bad CDs. Um, like any of like the first song on their CDs, like you can't like listen to like that opening and not just get like super pumped and want to punch someone in the face. I guess in I a don't good
0: know. way, right? I the see, yeah. The funny thing is, is like I I like the weirder stuff a little bit more. Like as you said, like like Hammerfall for like power. Like if I'm going power metal, like Hammerfall is like they're power metal. Yeah, and they're cool, but like i'd rather listen to there's a lot of other bands i'd rather like freedom call like uh, just let's let's make it go power metal but we'll just do like crazy awesome soaring vocals or Mm. like you know folk power metal or something like elven king or something like that or you know there's a bunch of other things like that where i'd rather go or like even like metal like i love uh or what a guy i used to work with got me into uh eluvite like i love them man like they're awesome
1: really weird question Yep. I know your brother had it. He had a CD that was nothing but Magic of the Wizard's Dream in like seven different languages. Do you have that on your computer?
0: I don't think I do, and I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Well, you um, Rhapsody. Rhapsody of Fire.
0: Oh, I don't listen to as much Rhapsody as you guys okay. do.
1: Magic of the Wizard's Dream on, their, on the base CD, the background vocalist is Sir Christopher Lee.
0: Oh, is it that? Yeah. Okay. I know. I knew Christopher Lee was on. something. sorry, Sir Christopher Lee was yeah. on something over there.
1: <laughs> now, the the totally awesome part is they put out an entirely separate bonus CD. That was he. It was actually him as the primary singer and the lead singer, being doing like background vocals and stuff. I
0: think I remember that, but I, I yeah, I just don't listen to a ton of Rhapsody.
1: As anyone who knows the glory of Sir Christopher Lee knows, he speaks like eight different languages fluently. So he's singing this song in eight different languages, <laughs> and it's the most glorious thing ever, and I can't find it. Like, I yeah. want it. It's like, because uh... <laughs> Yeah, the man, I don't know. The, the man has Maybe a set has of it. pipes. He's basically every – if any anyone can look at Christopher Lee, it, like if you were a male, you can look at Christopher Lee and be like, he is – Doing exactly what I wish I could be doing in my with my life, but better than I could
0: ever do. Okay, yeah, probably <laughs> like, pretty much.
1: Literally anything, right? Like we're talking <laughs> about like warrior, actual fencer, actor, married to a supermodel for his entire life, <laughs> like forty plus years.
0: And gets to do power metal albums. And
1: get, like, the man ha- can sing, like, well, nowadays his singing's kind of subpar, but that's because he's, like, 300 years old.
0: Something like that.
1: <laughs> Age is finally catching up to him. But, like, back when he was still quotations in his prime of, like, 70, the man <laughs> he's, could just...
0: it's Patrick Stewarting this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, the man could just sing amazingly. Legitimately trained opera singer. Like, holy hell
0: the world's most interesting man he's the dos equis guy
1: he's yeah he's literally the world's most interesting man Uh. except he's you know older than every one of them and probably (laughs) drinks alcohol
0: yeah probably but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah we changed like halfway through didn't we
1: uh somewhere around halfway i don't know it's kind of great
0: Like, we were talking about Bioshock, though, weren't we? We were talking Infinite. about
1: Bioshock Infinite and the music in Bioshock Infinite, which, of the thing, yeah. since you're bringing it back, I listen, okay. I'm, I'm not the one doing this for once. I have a very important question for you. Sure. Did you choose Heads or Tails?
0: Uh, I don't even remember because it didn't matter.
1: It didn't matter, but...
0: I honestly don't recall. You don't
1: remember every decision you made in that game and how they had no impact on it whatsoever? No. I, <laughs> I, I chose Tails. Okay. And it was heads, because it was always heads. <laughs> because nothing you choose matters; everything happens exactly as it should.
0: Uh, okay. God, I love that game. <laughs> it was a great game, man. Like, <laughs> since we're bringing it back around, but yeah, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by that one. But so, right now, you're just, are you just playing Shadowrun Dragonfall?
1: Uh yeah I I'm, I'm still kicking around with Warframe when oh, okay
0: but I mean like yeah you know, that's we we all have our games like that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm blowing through Dragonfall so that way I can get to the point of I want to go into Hong Kong cuz I've heard Hong Kong like Dragonfall is apparently like not as good as the first one and Hong Kong is better than the first one. Really? But I still want to play them in chronological order.
0: Yeah. Even
1: though there's no chronological anything going on by any stretch anywhere. <laughs>
0: Shadowrun on hand wave.
1: Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I just want to give that a go, right? So and plus I I've man, I just want to spoil the game for you.
0: <laughs> like We'll talk about it sometime. It is
1: sure. so insane. Like Oh, I think I've already like I told you the basis of it, right? Like No. Early on. I don't, I
0: don't know a dang thing. Oh man. That's just uh, oh.
1: There. Well, I It's called Dragonfall, and boy howdy.
0: It's going to have dragons, I'm sure, but... I haven't
1: actually encountered one yet, but... Thankfully, because that means the game isn't over.
0: I'm just... So, like, Dragonfall, the only thing I can think of, like... So this takes place 2070, right?
1: Uh, 2070-something, I think.
0: Okay. So, Dunklazahn's already gone, so you're not taking him down. I
1: actually don't know if he's gone,
0: because... Well, that's that. That's big air quotes, just in general, in Shadow and Lord. Well,
1: yeah, but I, I when does? Because
0: he died in like twenty fifty five. I need to check 20... this. No, it would have been a. It would have been a. Twenty fifty four. I think. But... Oh. I'm guessing. I'm guessing you're take take your um, uh, like the whole goal of the thing is to like take down the leader of um. Uh,
1: uh, uh... It happens in 20... Say, say or 2054. Oh, it does? Yes. So you're
0: so So Donkey's actually around then? Yes.
1: Oh, because they actually reference that. Because there's a bunch of, like, fluff that you can read on your computer. And someone actually mentions, like... Dunkel gets brought up as still being around.
0: Did, so is this before or after? Uh, is, so... Was he running for president at the time? I
1: don't know all i know is like they literally all they say about him is the fact that you know like don't they're they're talking about the great dragons and he gets brought up as still being
0: around okay yeah because like he was assassinated in like 54 i think 54 55 because it was inauguration day for after he got elected yeah
1: it doesn't yeah it's like in, like, November 10th through the 18th, apparently, is when Dragonfall takes place. In the space of November a week. 10th
0: through the 18th. So that would have been post-election, then, wouldn't it? I
1: don't
0: know. November 8th is the election?
1: But when's Inauguration Day, though? Inauguration is... Not until February? Yeah, so, like, he, he probably would have already been elected, elected. but he's not dead.
0: I'm sure, like, I'm wrong on some of this stuff, and, like, I'm a bad American. I mean, you want
1: to talk about some crazy convoluted timelines, just look at Shadowrun.
0: Yeah. Right. So, what was the last game you played before? Like, single player, not Warframe? I'm just curious, because, like, I've been playing so many. What did I play?
1: I don't even know. Let's see. I'm going to look through my backlog. It might have actually been Starbound when I was on that kick. Oh, really? Yeah. Still haven't finished that either.
0: <laughs> I mean, finish air quotes. Yeah. I'll help you. I can. I mean, I'll run you through with that. Yeah, because I just finished Psychonauts for PC, and that was super fun. I
1: keep, I keep diving back into Deus Ex every once in a while, but mm-hmm. that's. I get bored with it easy. It's not, like, Here. holding me, unfortunately. Even though the story does seem good, it's very slow.
0: I've been making a concerted effort to finish games, like, because I'm so bad at it. <laughs> so, like, I've actually been, like, like, I purposely tried to finish Psychonauts. And uh, what was the other game? What was the other game I just finished? Uh, Bastion I finished a while ago. Maybe it's been a while since I did that, because I just started, as I said, I just started Final Fantasy 7 for PC, and that's going to take me ages. Um, gosh, I've started it like twice, and I haven't gotten anywhere, but I keep starting Lisa, and Lisa? never finish it. Lisa?
1: Lisa, as in Lisa, Lisa from The Simpsons?
0: No, as in Lisa the painful RPG. Well, I, I like know, but honest. like
1: spelled that way miserable journey of of a broken man
0: it's dude that game is like the the part i've played through is really up and crazy so far like really
1: why are there so many fireworks going on like first neighbors to my left were doing it now neighbors to my right are doing it i just watched a dude drop a baby what the hell
0: (laughs) okay yeah that's actually the video from lisa yes yes
1: that is exactly...
0: It's it's a super... So, basically, the premise of the game is something happens, all women die. Alright. Like, like, there are no more women in the world. And... Um, you... The main character... So, everybody... Or, I guess, the main character is... This guy who had a shitty childhood, and he, a lot of people are on this drug called Joy that basically makes life not suck until the human race is extinct. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. And so one day, he just finds a baby. A female baby. Uh. And he raises her, and one day she goes missing, and this is his epic quest to go find her. Uh. And the the point of the game is it's like, there's i'm playing it on the easy mode this next time i'm playing but like i started on the painful mode and it's a kick in the balls but like so the games a, it's one of those games that's about choices and you basically don't get to make good choices through a lot of the games like you can there's literally point an early point in the game where like the first party member you get they're like some of the, like big bad guys stop you and they're like okay you have you have an option we can take this guy and kill him or we're gonna take all your stuff And, like, you literally have to make that decision right there. It's, like, lose all the gear you have and everything and basically start fresh with this party member that's a turd or have him die permanently and you never get him back. And there's a lot of stuff like that where, like, people can just, will, will, like, just die. Like, they'll give you an option that's, like, to kill somebody or um, I think in the painful mode you can, like, take damage and lose limbs and that actually affects how your attacks works and things like that. And I think per- there's permadeath in the, the harder mode, too, where, like, if one of your companions dies, they're just dead. That's it. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore, but the aesthetic of the game is just weird as hell. I don't know. Huh.
1: <laughs>
0: it's cool, but, yeah.
1: Wait, does Steam sell movies now?
0: They've done that for a while.
1: Oh my god, thanks.
0: Welcome to 2017.
1: It's so behind the times, apparently.
0: Did you ever play Skyborne?
1: No. Wow.
0: Oh, okay. You might like that game.
1: Doing all these little searching. I see Steam Deck related things.
0: That's that's my... I champion that game. It's an RPG maker game. <laughs> um, but it's well made. It The game is super cool. Um... And fun. It's it's very traditional RPG trophies to some degree, but it's I I really enjoyed the game. It doesn't do anything insane. I think it just exceeded my expectations by a lot. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the few like uh, RPGs I played that I actually use like status abilities in because they actually did things.
1: <laughs> You're talking about they do lots of things in Pokemon.
0: Yeah, waste time. That's what they do. <laughs> Uh, like, like, well, you, well, my op- the opposing f- charmander is growing me. I'll just tackle him and kill him. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. When they start spamming Harden on Metapods, it's the most miserable experience of your life.
0: Yeah, but I'm still going to win, and also you're wasting a turn using Harden. Well,
1: that, that, I'm saying that like like when you're like trying to level your Pokemon, right, and you're like level like <laughs> six, and you're like, I'm going to go into the Viridian Forest, mother******, and then you're like, oh look, I got a Metapod, you're like, scratch, like hard, you're like, scratch, Harden, scratch, you're doing like, take tick, tick, like one point of damage, they have like 20 health, you're like, god, I hate my existence right now.
0: Yeah. And why would I be using Scratch? Bulbasaur has Tackle.
1: Fair. Because never play Charmander. Screw that guy.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody actually listens to this episode, we're going to get frothing at the well, all. To be... Apparently nobody likes Bulbasaur.
1: Weren't you the one who, like, I was like, man, I accidentally got a Bulbasaur. And you're like, you mean you correctly got a Bulbasaur in Pokemon Go? You're, like, championing, yes, uh... like...
0: Oh, I love Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is like my my boy. Then why, then I, why
1: are you being all like, oh, Squirtle has tackle?
0: Uh, no, I said Bulbasaur oh, you has said tackle. Squirtle. I did yes, not. You did. I I will be editing this and I will be cutting pages <laughs> if it's wrong. But
1: uh, I swear to God, you said Squirtle has tackle.
0: I thought Bulbasaur. I'm pretty
1: sure you said Squirtle.
0: Well, Bulbasaur's is the only one that goddamn matters. So <laughs> Squirtle's where it's at. <laughs> I'll allow, I'll allow you to have your second best Pretty one. Pretty
1: sure you also called me crazy when I said that I enjoyed Chikorita in Gen 2, though, so.
0: Uh, yeah, you are.
1: It's like a giant. It's a dinosaur with flowers.
0: It is not a dinosaur with flowers. <laughs> it is a derposaur with flowers.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's a derposaur with a leaf that evolves into an even bigger derposaur with even lo- more leaves, and then it evolves into a dinosaur with a flower.
0: Yeah, that's like the third one that I would take. Uh, like.
1: That's kind of what everyone says. Everyone's like, oh my god. We got Cyndaquil. To, to be fair, Totodile was kind of boring.
0: Totodile was kind of cool, though, too. The,
1: like, he looked awesome, but the issue is, like, almost all of his attacks were, like, normal. He's like, I yeah, Slash, is and, like, he has like, yeah. yeah, he gets Hydro Pump eventually, but...
0: I mean, you just get TMs and stuff like that anyway, so it doesn't matter. I
1: actually, I've never used a TM in a Pokemon game.
0: <laughs> why?
1: I'm always like, man. I'm just gonna play with this stuff with all. This Is it stuff. part of the
0: too good to use club? No,
1: it's like I'm like it's it's one of those things. Like I I really enjoy like what a Pokemon can like get naturally, right? I like I enjoy like experiencing that, and I don't want to like use a TM super early. Oh, Hoghead's going on. That's why there's fireworks.
0: sorry oh, okay. Random.
1: Side note to the apocalypse going on outside my house. Um, I'd like and like I don't want to like use a TM and then like later on be like, well, dang, now I kind of want to keep these abilities he's learning, and I don't want, but I don't want to waste the TM as it were. And I've never like played a Pokemon beyond the point of them learning abilities to where I'd want to use a TM on them.
0: You you need to play in the current gens then because they made it so that TMs are reusable.
1: That was well. Eh, maybe that would be okay either way. I don't know. TMs are just way more serious business than I give a shit about.
0: Don't, they're not even that serious business. We're not talking about, like, IV training or anything oh, like that.
1: Sorry, God. I lied. I have used a single TM in Gen 2. <laughs> I okay. I got Zap Cannon at the Lighthouse, and I taught it to my Flanfie because Flanfee sucks as a Pokemon and it sucks when it evolves into Mareep and it still sucks when it evolves
0: it it starts as Mareep doesn't it
1: is it Mareep into Flanfee
0: and then into Ampharos
1: the entire evolutionary line sucks I hate it like they're so i i
0: love that thing man I probably this just reference to a sweet book. i
1: probably got super unlucky and just had like a really shitty one that i caught because i don't give a shit about like ivs and evs and all that yeah shit. and it was probably just I like weak by at its base like right in i'm like i bought soul silver right i'm like giving that a go right now okay. and right now like i have uh a, i have a whooper and I love Wooper, right? I love Wooper. I, I love how he evolves into you would, <laughs> and he evolves into Quagshire. I'm like, I love this evolutionary line. My Wooper is shit. Like it, it can't kill anything. It's so bad. Oh, but it's
0: the f- that's because it's bad, and also it's a derp that evolves into a super derp. <laughs> it's
1: so great. It's like it's so bad. And like I look at it, and I'm like. You're the first one I caught. You're the one I have to level. That's how this works. And it's just this <laughs> most miserable thing. Like I'm like uh, I'm like shooting like water gun at a growl leaf and doing like a fifth of its health. I'm just like, you're so bad, but I'm gonna level you anyways because 'cause you're my whooper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I hate you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Although I did have a Baidoof in in uh Pokemon Y when I played that, that was my like HM slave <laughs> that I basically just taught like Surf and Cut and everything to and his name is Duber. <laughs> you want know, to know the sad thing? My
1: Feraligator was my HM slave when I first pl- when I oh played God. with that. Like he knew Surf, he knew Cut, he knew Slash, and he knew. Water or hydro pump? Like he had two. My it. base Pokemon had two HMs on him because screw that shit. I guess.
0: Oh <laughs> like, my god! You're such
1: a bad Pokemon. You're just gonna have all this terrible stuff, and it's gonna be great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you you play Pokemon wrong. No, I, I
1: absolutely play Pokemon wrong, and I just don't no, care. Yeah.
0: That's the beautiful thing about that game is that like people it like, can like people experience it in so many different ways mm-hmm. and that's what makes a game successful in my opinion or one of the things that makes a game super successful is when you can appeal to all those different like the, all the different psychographics like that basically
1: yeah like po- pokemon is actually really good in that regard like it literally has a draw mm-hmm. for anyone you're like super yeah. hardcore competitive and want to beat people it's got that you really love eugenics totally got that <laughs> You want to be a
0: but it it, hit, it it hits Timmy Johnny Spike like right. I on. know like
1: you want to be a weirdo and get your whooper into the Hall of Fame. Boy howdy, you can do that if you want.
0: <laughs> I, I'll just point out that that um uh, every time ta- every time I've played Gen one and I think it in Gen two it ended up the same way. Uh, I had a, a Pidgeot in my final party
1: yeah that's legit i've actually i because like
0: i just i i don't know i just i I always liked that
1: i'm actually pretty sure i've done the same actually because Mm. i didn't want to waste teaching fly to any of my legendary birds so i just had to pitch i didn't use
0: legendary birds either which is funny
1: they weren't that exciting. Like, I did Articuno, because I love Articuno. It, it,
0: Actually, I did Zapdos, because I thought he was a boss. I, I, but...
1: Like, in my opinion, Articuno is the best out of all the legendary birds, right?
0: Okay, you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> Can we agree at least Moltres is third? Yes. Okay,
1: Moltres cool. is the most disappointing flame bird in the world.
0: Yes, okay, cool.
1: All right. <laughs> that's kind of great. Ugh. But yeah, well, well, like I just I just like I gotta have Pidgeot. I've had it with me this whole time, right? I've taught it fly. It was my, it was my my fly mule, and the flies everywhere.
0: Pidgeot was my bro, man. He like he crushed him and Bulbasaur were with me from the start.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, like so what was it? I I had Pokemon Blue, and I went with Squirtle.
0: I yeah, I went with. I blew in with Bulbasaur.
1: I wonder if I could. So, like, it was Blastoise, Pidgeot, Articuno.
0: I have no Did idea what I, was
1: I didn't have. Ah, I can't remember now.
0: I was in, like, seventh grade. I know man. it's
1: so long ago. I'm trying to remember, it, though, because I'm, like, super That's interested like now.
0: Almost 20 years ago.
1: <laughs> Cause like I I didn't ha- I'm pretty sure I didn't have any grass Pokemon because I thought they all sucked.
0: I mean, okay. Yeah.
1: Who was my fire Pokemon? Because I know I had one.
0: I don't remember what I had for a lot of them.
1: Because I use
0: I Mewtwo. I know that.
1: Well, you can't have Mewtwo for your first run. Oh no.
0: Through. I must have had Alakaz or I'm um, uh.
1: I don't think I... I, ne- I never, like, bought the Avra from the Games Corner.
0: Did you catch one?
1: Uh, no, because I'm not that lucky.
0: <laughs> uh, gosh, I can't remember what my now. first team was, but...
1: Now I'm like, hmm. Oh, I know for a fact I had a Haunter. I had a Haunter with me for oh, a Oh yeah, way. you love
0: Haunter. Yeah, well, me.
1: I... I had a Haunter with me for my beating the Elite Four, because I love that evolutionary line. I didn't have any friends, so I couldn't trade it into a Gengar.
0: Yeah, the same problem. Yeah, so
1: he was stuck being a Haunter for his entire existence. I'm pretty sure I had a Magmar as my Fire Pokemon. Really? I think I caught one.
0: Oh, you suck. I don't know. I don't remember what I had as my Fire one. Probably a Vulp, uh, Ninetales.
1: I'm pretty, I can't, I, I have no idea what my other, other one was.
0: As I said, it was almost 20 years ago, dude.
1: Dude, yeah, we're old.
0: Okay, we're f- old. Okay, but, yeah, I think we'll just call it for the night. That's probably a good idea. Cool, we just rambled about <sighs> shit long enough.
1: hope no people enjoy the random ramblings of games into music into more video games.
0: Games into music into video games into Pokemon. Yep.
1: Fair.
0: Right, Pokemon is cool. not
1: a video game; it's a lifestyle.
0: I actually have a giant topic about that, but okay. Pokemon being a not lifestyle. A Pokemon. No, about magic.
1: Oh, like magic is a lifestyle.
0: Yes. Fair. Well, it's not. It's not a topic, but like a whole thing and stuff like that. Cool. But yeah, whatever. Okay, we're done. (laughs)